एवरीवन आई एम अनुज एंड आई एम बैक विद एन ऑल न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ द बाइक वाले पॉडकास्ट ऑन दिस शो वी कम टुगेदर टू डिस्कस डिफरेंट टॉपिक्स अबाउट मोटरसाइकल्स एंड स्कूटर्स एंड डेल्व एज डीप एज वी कैन टू ब्रिंग आउट समथिंग इन्फॉर्मेटिव एंड यूजफुल फॉर यू इन द लास्ट वीक वी हैड कवर्ड इलेक्ट्रिक टू व्हीलर्स वी हैड डिस्कस्ड अबाउट देयर प्रोज एंड कॉन्स एंड शुड यू बी प्लानिंग टू बाय एन इलेक्ट्रिक टू व्हीलर राइट अवे or should you wait for the ev industry to grow further and for this week we are going to talk about things that you should remember while buying your first motorcycle or a two wheeler in general and just like last week we have suvil back with us welcome to the show suvil hi anuj thank you for having me again on the show suvil directly jumping on to our topic mm-hmm. uh, first motorcycles are always special for us right no yes, matter how many bikes we own later on in our life the first bike always remains close to our heart all the experiences we have with our first bike plays an important role in influencing how we'll proceed our motorcycling journey right that's so, true so before we tell our listeners what things they should be uh, you know considering before buying their first two wheeler what what was your first two wheeler that you learned on or you bought so anuj uh, before i go to uh, the motorcycles that were in my garage i would like to talk about why this topic is important having the correct motorcycle is very important because a lot of people they can't really afford to change motorcycles every one or two years right so okay. once you buy a motorcycle is going to be in your garage for at least 5 to 8 years and it's very important to get the right motorcycle because not having the right motorcycle will uh, ruin your ownership experience you know you won't have as much fun riding motorcycle as you thought you would or you might have riding the correct motorcycle so i think this is a very important topic uh, luckily for me i have never selected a wrong motorcycle in my life uh, okay. i started riding on a splendor hero honda splendor that was a 2003 model and i spent wow. a good 7 or 8 years riding that motorcycle before i upgraded to the uh, ktm 200 duke now i did consider a lot of other options before finalizing on the 200 duke uh, mm-hmm. i considered the honda cbr 250r also considered uh, waiting for the ns 200 but then eventually i ended up buying the ktm 200 duke and i absolutely love that motorcycle it's it's a perfect uh, city motorcycle uh, you can have fun on weekend uh, road trips so uh, that's how my garage has been and you know thanks to uh, the field of work that we are in i got to have a lot of long term vehicles i had the apache rtr 204v uh, i had the royal enfield himalayan and all these motorcycles right they just clicked perfectly and had absolute amazing time i had an absolutely amazing time uh, owning and riding these motorcycles what about you how was your garage so right now uh, i can completely relate with you you have a 200 duke i have the same bike but uh, also from where i started riding motorcycles is uh, pretty similar to you i had the i had my dad's uh, hero honda cd 100 uh, mm-hmm. which has the same engine as the splendor which was later on updated a bit for the splendor so right that that was actually one of the most perfect bikes to have as your first motorcycle to learn on uh, because uh, it wasn't very heavy it was pretty light i could manage it uh, very easily then the engine displacement it was it had a small 100 cc engine then uh, it was very frugal to you know own the mileage was too good so uh, my fuel runs weren't much 
yeah. I remember, I remember uh, during my college days, I used to fill in fuel of about, about 30, 50 rupees and it used to work, man. <laughs> right, right. And um, another thing was, uh, it was very rugged. It was very, the components were so strong. I had uh, also dropped the bike once, which usually happens with, uh, you know, newbies. But it does, it does. So the only repair I had to do was uh, fixing the headlamp. Uh, The glass was broken. Nothing Mm -hmm. else had to be repaired. There were just minor scratches here and there. So uh, something similar happened with me as well. Uh, I had a tumble on the, uh, on the uh, splendor once. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all that broke was, uh, uh, you can't even say it broke. It was just a, the leg guard that got bent. And I had to spend like 20 bucks at a local uh, mechanics uh, garage and get it straightened out. That's it. Just 20 bucks. Wow. Nothing broke on the motorcycle. Wow. And they were so cheap to maintain as well, right? Right, right. And, Service uh, wasn't expensive. They used to correct, give correct. a phenomenal fuel economy. Amazing. So it might... CD100 would uh, return around uh, 70 to 80 kilometer per liter. Exactly. So, yeah. And uh, so I rode it for uh, an year or two. Then uh, we bought the Hero Hunk for me. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that was a good upgrade. I rode that bike for three, four years. Then now I have the 200 Duke. And just like you, I absolutely love that bike. I mean, for my requirements, it's perfect. You take right. it around twisties on weekends. You go on highway. I have done 900 kilometer in a single day on that bike without any issues. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that was about our first motorcycles. Now getting your first bike could be as easy as knowing what you exactly want and just going to the dealership and bringing it home. But it can also be very tough if you're not sure what to buy with so many options available in the market. So talking about the first thing that you should pay attention. Uh, so Will, what do you think? What should be the most important thing that a person should consider? See, as I said at the start of this podcast, uh, having the right motorcycle is very important. Uh, so you should really ask yourself a question. What's the purpose of that motorcycle in your life? Uh, a motorcycle or scooter, mm-hmm. whatever you prefer. Are you going to use it for really short distances? Uh, maybe going to the market or if your office is very close to your house or you're going to use it for a relatively longer distance commutes, uh, let's say about uh, 20, 20 to 30 kilometers in a day, or you're talking about very long distance commutes like you and I do, right? Uh, For us, office is about 30 kilometers one way, so it's 60 kilometers. And then you want to take this motorcycle out for weekend rides. You want to go touring on it. So there are a lot of questions that you need to ask yourself. What's the purpose of the motorcycle? Uh, If you are going to do really short distance journeys for going to the market or dropping your kids to the school or some really short distance journeys, you can opt for a scooter. You know, when you're, you know, you're going to stay uh, away from the highways, you're going to be riding on the inside roads where there's a lot of traffic. A scooter can be very useful. Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm not stereotyping scooter as a short distance thing only. I know people who hmm. have done uh, Khardungla on a scooter. I know people <laughs> yeah. who have gone touring from one city to another on a scooter and they've had fun. Correct. And there's no yeah. doubt that you can do it with a scooter. But for me, uh, personally, if you ask me for long distance journeys, I would prefer motorcycle over a scooter. A motorcycle is more stable. It gives you better comfort. You can uh, cruise at a relatively higher speed than a cruiser does. Correct. Right. So, scooter does, yeah. Yeah. So for a short distance uh, commute, I would suggest that you uh, can consider a scooter 
If not that, mm-hmm. then you can probably go for an entry level uh, motorcycle in 110 or 125cc segment for your, right. you know, short distance commute. So if you're going to use it just to go to office and come back, then if you plan right. to take it for touring, you plan to do weekend rides, then you might want to consider something a little more higher displacement, something that can stay at highway speeds without a lot of strain on the engine, right? So these are the factors that you should ask yourself. And once you have considered all these factors, the next question that comes to mind is the pricing. And that's where you should have your budget fixed. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, so uh, mostly most of the people first have their budget set, then they think about purpose. I mean, that's actually a wrong way to go about buying a motorcycle. But yeah, that's true. So to give you a perspective, so suppose someone has a budget of one lakh rupees. So in that budget, uh, most of the scooters are available under one lakh rupees, but there are also 110, 125 CC motorcycles as well. But if you can expand your budget or you want something slightly more powerful, a larger displacement bike, say 150 to 160 or 200 CC, you need to uh, increase your budget up to 1.5 lakh. But if you don't have budget constraints and you can go up to two, three lakh rupees, there are a lot of bikes, but those are uh, a bit larger displaced motorcycles and they have uh, more power. And we would actually suggest uh, against buying those bikes because uh, for someone who is beginning to ride, maybe handling that much power wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't make sense actually. It wouldn't be sensible. It wouldn't be safe, but up to 1.5 lakh rupees, there are also 125 CC bikes like the 125 Duke. If uh, someone Mm -hmm. wants a premium brand, something that has a lot of features, uh, premium uh, hardware, but a 125 CC engine, which will uh, keep the riders safe. Right. Right. It's not too intimidating. It's, it's very friendly. You can still have fun on it. Yeah. So this was about the pricing, but uh, maybe, as I said, if someone doesn't have pricing constraints and uh, they can go up to say 390 Duke or uh, Ninja 650, but still they shouldn't be buying it, right? What, what do you say about how uh, important is displacement and power? It's, it's very important. And I would like to point out how uh, incomplete the licensing system in India is. If you compare it to the European licensing system, where you have to ride a specific grade of motorcycle for a specific number of uh, kilometers, a specific period of time. And that's when you can go and then upgrade to a higher displacement. In India, it doesn't work that way. You're 18, you've got the money, you can get yourself a leader class motorcycle as your first bike. But then riding a leader class motorcycle. And I say this uh, with all the experience that I have riding a leader class motorcycle takes a lot of attention. You need, you need to have that kind of focus to uh, handle all that power, right? A leader class motorcycle today makes 200 BHP and that's a big number. So, and that, that focus, that attention that's required to ride a leader class motorcycle doesn't come overnight. You have to gradually step up from a low entry, from an entry level motorcycle. And then, Uh, go to a middleweight and then for a leader class. So uh, for me, I would suggest that even if you have a lot of money, I would suggest that if you are an absolute fresher, uh, you probably would have ridden your friend's motorcycle three or four times and that's all experience you have. I would suggest that you should go for a 125 or maybe a 150cc motorcycle as a starter. Have that motorcycle, learn how to ride, uh, ride it properly, uh, get all the techniques right. And then 
you can probably upgrade to a 390 duke or an rc 390 uh, right. it's a it's a nice motorcycle it's lightweight it's got a good amount of power you can spend at least one or two years on that and then you can upgrade to a, something like a 790 duke or a ninja 650 or a cb 650r right. and from there after you are sure that you can handle the power of that middleweight motorcycle that's when you should consider going to a leader class segment uh, for someone else who's not a very uh, who's not a fresher who has some amount of uh, experience of riding motorcycles maybe he has been riding for an year or two i think that kind of a buyer can go for a 200 cc motorcycle something up to 200 cc so something like a ktm 200 duke or the yeah. yamaha mt15 i think even the 200 duke would be a bit intimidating not much but uh, the uh, apache 200 or uh, say the fz25 yeah jixxer 250 these bikes would be safer for a newcomer in right. motorcycle right category. right it also depends on what kind of a person you are right if you want something Correct. Uh, that has a laid back ride uh, a laid back character you know hmm. where yeah. that kind of a person would probably enjoy something like a yamaha fz25 or the apache 200 that have a good amount of power in the low and the mid range the ktm right. is very right. focused so it's a very fun to ride motorcycle right so this all depends on what kind of what kind of a person you are what kind of a ride you're looking at so for me i would suggest for an absolute fresher up to 150 cc a person with a little more experience can go around 200 250 cc i think that's a good uh, benchmark to start off then there are right, the factors right, right? like uh, the seat height or there's so many other things that a person has to consider what do you think what what's the next uh, most important thing that you would consider while buying the first bike if you were to uh, as you said uh, i think seat height plays a very important role uh, mm -hmm. so this thing mainly depends on the rider's height so a person like uh, as tall as me uh, close to 6 feet i can opt for a adv uh, like the himalayan which has around 820 830 mm seat height but mm -hmm. someone who is much shorter he uh, needs to think, he needs to actually go and uh, sit on the bike and see if he's tiptoeing, if, if he can flat foot properly of, or his uh, feet are marginally placed on the ground. So mm -hmm. whatever things we talk till, till now, those are mostly theoretical things which you can uh, sit with someone experience and discuss. But this is something that you need to practically go and take the feel of it, right? But right, um, right. some people might think that if they are tall, that any uh, saddle height would be perfect for them. But that's not the case. I'll tell you my personal experience. I was riding the Bajaj Avenger 160 and mm -hmm. uh, it has one of the lowest seat heights, right? Yes, but yes. It does. When I was riding it in traffic, but when I was riding it, riding it in traffic, you know, every time uh, when you have to stop, you have to... Uh, place your feet on the pegs and down intermittently. That whole mm -hmm. uh, process was pretty difficult for me because my legs are long, right? Right. So for a tall person, a very short bike doesn't do. For a very short person, a tall bike doesn't do. That's how I think it works. And, yeah, uh, and if I can just add uh, one of my experiences. So I mm -hmm. got to test uh, Ducati's 1200 uh, Multistrada S, the 1200 S. And the 1200 yeah. Enduro. I got to test ride both the motorcycles. And I was more wow. comfortable on the 1200S compared to the Enduro. Because Enduro is a very tall motorcycle. You, I was, uh, I'm was, i 5 feet 10 inches tall. And I was tiptoeing my way around uh, when I was riding that motorcycle. On the 1200S, I could keep my feet uh, 
well flat on the ground at least on one side uh, on the second side i still had to uh, tiptoe a little bit but it was much more lower than the enduro and that gave me more confidence while riding that motorcycle correct similar was the case with the 390 adventure and the himalayan i tested 390 adventure uh, during the media ride and it's got a really really tall seat it's i think 855 mm yeah yeah so having a flat foot on the ground is important i think you should uh, if you are a first time buyer i think you should uh, go to a so, uh, a showroom take a test ride and see how well you can place your feet on the ground i would suggest that you should be able to keep both of your feet flat on the ground and there should be a slight bend at your knee when uh, right. you are uh, buying a motorcycle correct that leaves a bit of room for you to adjust your if the terrain is uh, you know uneven yes yeah. yes it does and uh, some people might argue that uh, they they might have seen people on the internet that short people or short girl or a short guy who just hops onto the bike cranks it up and hops onto the bike and just goes on riding i mean that you can do absolutely it all depends on how brave you are or uh, how confident you are about your skills but someone who is just starting out to ride motorcycles it's preferably the saddle height should be accessible yes. one of the main aspects it is about motorcycles especially mm-hmm. for newcomers and uh, then i think weight also plays a very important role right suvil weight is very important because it's a motorcycle yeah. and you're eventually going to drop it some day and <laughs> correct you you should be able to uh, to lift that motorcycle see you might be going uh, for a road trip or you might be uh, doing uh, riding alone and you know that's how most of the people ride most of the time you're riding alone and you might tumble there might be gravel on the road there can be any number of reasons that you might uh, fall now you should right. be able to pick up that motorcycle uh, yourself that's the most important thing right so yeah. right apart from that moving that motorcycle in uh, parking uh, especially when pushing it back you need to have that much strength to push that motorcycle uh, to manage that motorcycle's weight to push it around in parking while sitting on the motorcycle i'm not talking about while standing on the side and then pushing it around i'm speaking about when you're sitting on the motorcycle so a good ratio now this is not a scientific ratio but this is what i have learned over the years uh, a good ratio that you should have is you should have a motorcycle that's around 3 uh, times uh, your body weight right oh yeah now see i have ridden uh, uh, when i used to weigh like around 85 kilos i have ridden motorcycles that were tipping the scales at uh, around 300 kilo, uh, kilograms and i was still able to manage uh, to move that motorcycle around but for a fresher he might probably do that uh, this was the chieftain indian chieftain i think it's somewhere around 350 or 400 yeah. kilos if i'm not wrong it's a it's very a heavy motorcycle. motorcycle correct yeah so that or even the enduro when you fill that motorcycle up to the brim it's got a 30 liter fuel tank which oh, wow. you know makes the motorcycle substantially heavy uh, compared to other motorcycles it's a 30 liter fuel tank wow. so yeah wow. so in in these situations right you should be able to manage to move that motorcycle especially while uh, reversing it because motorcycles uh, if you exclude the honda goldwing uh, motorcycles mm-hmm. don't come with a reverse gear you have to push them uh, with your own strength right right Yeah. so if you are a fresher i would suggest to go for a lightweight motorcycle uh, again a 125 cc uh, motorcycle uh, weighs somewhere around 140 to 150 kilos which is fine which is you know fairly manageable yeah absolutely yeah and uh, once you people are sorted with 
what you actually want you know how much weight your bike should have the seat height the displacement your purpose is sorted now what would you buy a new bike or a used bike now this is one of the main questions also a new bike you get it from the showroom that has a different feel to it that's given but when you consider a used bike there are a lot of pros of used motorcycles the first one is they are much cheaper than new bikes but that also depends on if that by how new that motorcycle is in the market if some bike is very new that won't be available in the second hand market but if it's available it actually makes sense because you are not spending much then um, you can also save up a lot if you a short period of time you plan to sell it off uh, maybe you might not uh, you might want to uh, move to another genre of motorcycle or you might wa- not want to ride it at all so in that case it saves up a lot of money and uh, being a newbie a novice in riding motorcycle there are chances as we have said that you might drop the bike and the damage repairing of a used bike would be much cheaper as you can take it to the local mechanic so these are some of the things benefits of buying a used bike right suvel what do you think about used bikes i think this this is a very uh, wide topic that requires a lot of discussion uh, correct correct and i would uh, see there are perks of buying a, a used motorcycle there are flaws of buying new used motorcycles and i think squeezing all that information in a small amount of time won't do justice to our listeners so i think we should keep this topic for now next week's uh, uh, podcast what do you think anuj yeah that's a good idea man i mean uh, yeah we can do that we can uh, actually have a long conversation about uh, exactly. what things to check while buying a used bike what things to consider and uh, that would make for a very nice discussion right very informative that would for make for a very nice discussion and until then all our listeners who are listening to us right now can yeah. uh, consider all the points that we have mentioned in this podcast and right. then come back to our next podcast to decide whether they should go for a new motorcycle or whether they should go for a used motorcycle yeah right that makes complete sense so people these were some of the most important things you need to remember while buying your first two wheeler we would also recommend that along with your first bike spend some money on buying riding gear they will keep you safe and healthy uh, you see bikes can be bought and sold but a permanent health damage when it happens you might regret it for a lifetime right so will yes yes definitely the first yeah. thing that you should invest in is a good quality helmet never yeah. go for roadside cheap helmets buy an iss certified helmet if you can extend your budget go for some something premium that will be available in let's say somewhere around 4 to 8000 rupees i think that's a right. good budget for uh, an entry level uh, motorcycle buyer to uh, spend on a helmet because that's a very important uh, part of the riding gear yeah that's true so then you can uh, eventually grow your uh, riding gear through riding pants and boots and jacket and gloves but a good yeah, helmet is a must right right and it's not only about safety even when we are riding with full gear on it you know gives a sense of uh, feel of riding the motorcycle you might it might encourage you to ride more yes so that yes. that happens with would, me personally yeah and i have another experience to share on this uh, i mm-hmm. remember once i was uh, uh, i didn't have my helmet because i had uh, used a cap to go to my office uh, this was years ago and mm-hmm. uh, 
I had to use one of these uh, cheap helmets because I just borrowed it from uh, someone I knew and I just used it uh, to take a motorcycle from my office to home. And I can't okay. emphasize on how scared I was to use that helmet because it didn't have the proper fit. It it uh, it was very flimsy. The visor was uh, uh, full of scratches. And, you know, it didn't give me the confidence of riding that motorcycle well. And, I, I, yeah, right. and the very next day when I was wearing my helmet, mm-hmm. I was back my 100% right because I felt safe of it so I think a good motorcycle helmet is very important you should get some quality stuff correct correct so this was it for this episode guys thank you so much for listening uh, we'll be back next week with an all new topic for you people meanwhile you keep writing into us on uh, podcast at bikewale or on Instagram Twitter and uh, Facebook Uh, what all topics you want or what all are your queries about bikes and scooters and we would love to answer them in our uh, next episodes in the future. We also have a lot of interesting video content on YouTube. Do not forget to check them out, like, share and subscribe to our channel and if you are buying your first motorcycle or scooter and you want some any kind of information like prices or specs, we have everything in detail on Bike Wale website, bikewale.com. So just go check it out. Thank you so much.